Thank you for joining us for another episode. My name is Nell, co-founder of Femex Columbia and your host of the Venturing Voices podcast. Venturing Voices provides a platform for women entrepreneurs in South Carolina and beyond to share their story about what made them the badass leader they are today. Today, Shanika Pishi will be joining our program. Creative doesn't even begin to describe Shanika, who has blended a variety of her interests into her business, Sebastian Harper, which sells skincare products and candles. Growing up, Shanika felt like the things she was interested in did not fit with what society expected her to like. But that did not stop her from loving them anyway, and now she gets to spend her career doing what she loves. Reporting from the Femex co-work space in Columbia, South Carolina, this is Venturing Voices. I am now, I just kind of look back, especially this past year, and I think I'm just coming back to my true self. Um, When I was younger, I was always interested in things that I guess people would have seen as weird. And I'm just going to put it out there, you know, I'm a black woman, so I would get the quote unquote, oh, this is white people stuff. But I'm just (laughs) like, but I'm interested in this, you know, so I'm talking kind of like astrology or like tarot, like wellness, you know, even yoga, um, you know, just like creating stuff. I've just always been into creating. So this is the year where I have just kind of made all the things that I'm truly passionate about and I want to share with others, just kind of find a way to all come together. So um, I have a business, it's called Sebastian Harper. And it is skincare products, body products. I have a room and linen spray. I have a really popular spray and candle and body balm called Calm the F Down. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's definitely a bestseller. And then um, a couple years ago, I got my yoga teacher training. That's something that I've wanted to do for longer than I can think about. And um, I finally went for it. I said, you know what? The money will always come back, but my time will not. And funny enough, I got it during one of the craziest time when I was going through a divorce, but (laughs) it's done. And then from there, I went and got my 300 hour into yoga teacher training. Um, And then I also learned about assisted stretching, IASTM, which is instrument assisted soft tissue mobilization. Um, so yeah, I've just always really been fascinated by what our body can do and how strong we can make it. And then through my teaching and my training in yoga, I also learned how powerful our minds are. So yeah, (laughs) a little bit about me. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm going to pull you back to where did you grow up? And were Mm -hmm. you the kind of kid that was like starting side hustles and, you know, (laughs) trying to make money and come up with something new? Or were you like normal kid and then came into the whole entrepreneurial vibe later? Yeah. So um, I'm an army brat. I was born in Hawaii. Don't ask a thing about it. Left a month later. um, And then we moved around Kentucky, Germany, Missouri, then finally here. I can, I don't know if it was always like entrepreneur, but... I just always just kind of wanted to do what I wanted to do. Um, So, okay, actually, funny enough, I did used to have like a little business in middle school. um, 
it's the company Tandy Leather used to make like those colorful leather things and I would like weave them in and whatnot and make keychains for people. Um, so I did that for a while and then the schools were getting upset. You know, they didn't respect the entrepreneur vibe. <laughs> so um, I did that for a while. There's always just been just creative that I've been into, but I guess our generation, considered a millennial, we were never really taught to pursue that, you know, get this job, stay there till you're 60, retire and enjoy the rest of the life that you have. Mm -hmm. But there was always just something in me where I'm just like, I can't work for other people, not in the traditional way that I'm being taught. Um, and that's something that I still struggle with. But, you know, the more I come into myself, the less I care. Also, just the effect of, you know, maybe because my dad was military, you know, you, you sign up, you know, two years, four years, whatever. He did 22 years and, you know, retire. And, you know, that's that. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know, that was expected of me. But it just it just just did not feel right in my soul. So, yeah. <laughs> what was the worst job that you had along your journey of figuring out you didn't want to work for other people? You know what? I've actually enjoyed all my jobs. It's just the management I haven't enjoyed. Mm. And that tends to be what it is. Because even when I look back now at being a server, even the crappy days when people would just leave the worst tip or no tip at all, I still had a blast because I was working with people that I enjoyed. Mm. So it was usually kind of like the management. Um, worst job? I, I've actually liked them all, surprisingly. And I feel like Everyone should have certain type of jobs. Everyone should work at a restaurant to know how to treat a server. Everyone should work at a grocery store. Mm -hmm. And that was probably my favorite job ever that I did not appreciate. <laughs> um, Register, bagger, stop. Well, I mean, you know, back then we had to do it all. Right. Yeah. <laughs> back in the day. Yeah, seriously. And I actually kind of enjoyed bagging and I still kind of bag my groceries the same way that I learned because I remember we had to like watch the video and you know <laughs> this goes on top and this doesn't get smashed or whatever so I still do it now. Sebastian Harper is Shanika's first business venture and it has seen some changes over the years. So Sebastian Harper it's my boys middle, middle names because they're my inspiration for everything. So when I started it out I was actually making clothes so I'm like really into like natural dyes. So I'll dive like turmeric, matter root, indigo and so I was like making that stuff and um, you know it was kind of discouraging because I'm like making all this stuff, putting time into it, and I have to price it to be worth it. And then people just weren't buying it. And I think now people appreciate the value of handmade mm -hmm. a little bit more. Um, but yeah, that it's my first company. Was it clothing before it was body sprays? Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. And it's so funny because my son's like, Mommy, I remember I used to go with you to Soda City and he used to like knit scarves and this and that. <laughs> I'm like, oh. So... Fortunately, you know, in a good way, I'm busy, but I do want to bring that aspect back. So how I've done that is I'm just like making eye pillows. I'm going to make like little pouches. So that still feeds my passion of like making like a natural dyed item. Yes. Um, but, you know, maybe it's not like a shirt and you're not going to spend like 120 on it because, you know, like, eh, and you don't understand it. But, you know, here's <laughs> like 22 for an eye pillow and I can still give the story of how I created it. Shanika credits a lot of her growth to the Soda City Market, a weekly event hosted on Main Street in Columbia that originated in 2005. She has been setting up at Soda City for the past two years and says that her consistency has contributed to her success. Consistency is key for a business owner looking for unique ways to meet new customers. 
my business has grown and grown and grown. Just like other businesses that are local, I wouldn't have a sustainable business without Soda City. Mm -hmm. I tell people it's probably about 60% regulars, 20% out-of-towners, and then 20%, oh, I live right around the corner. I never even knew this was happening. (laughs) Um, So, (laughs) you know, I started back there a couple years ago it was like post-divorce I had a friend um she kept on saying when are you coming back out when are you coming back out and I'm just like I gotta think about it because I'm like I can't spend all these hours making these things and people don't buy them and I've always been the person that's gonna make you a concoction you tell me what's wrong with you like oh I got some this and that and mm-hmm. you know people are like, you always got something <laughs> and so it was just one I remember one Sunday I was like at my old place, I was just like making and creating because I love to create. Like I love to cook, bake, whatever it is. I just love it. I don't care if it turns out ugly. I just love the process. Like it's meditation to me. Yeah. Um, so I like made all this stuff for my friend and she's always like my guinea pig. And she told me what she liked, she didn't like. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go out there. And, um, I used to do like other like events here and there, um, you know, usually in December, but I can't sustain, you know, have a life off of like only events in December. Right. So I remember going with my parents, like six foot table that didn't even fold in. So I'm like shoving into the back of my car. I told my dad, let me use his ladder. And I took some old boards that he wasn't using. And that was my display the first weekend out. And honestly, that was probably still my favorite weekend that I've had. I made, I did pretty well mm-hmm. um, because I just, I just like went out there, you know? I mean, I look back now, I'm like, oh good girl, that labeling is terrible, but <laughs> it, it, I don't know. It just like kind of warms my heart to look back and just see, and you know, it's just like, okay, friends, I'm doing it again. And people came out and then again, there was like people out of town and they bought. And mm-hmm. so I was doing it like, you know, twice a month because starting out, you know, everything costs. Yes, <laughs> so it does. Um, I have to make a little something. And then my sister, she makes candles now. She, um, her daughter was going away to college and she's like, I want to do something. And I was just like, you know, come on out, share the booth with me. And then, you know, she got a taste of it. And she's like, okay, let's do this. And during that time, I was also doing my 200-hour training. So I would take one Saturday off and go to my training. And then she's like, I'll just take your stuff home. I was like, yeah, you got that taste of the money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want so. Um, from there, we're out there every Saturday. I say we're like the post office, rain, hail, sleet, or snow. Yes. We're going to be out there. Shanika has gotten her venture off the ground and has started to see consistent sales. So how does she plan to avoid complacency and take her business a step further? Doing like collaborations, I think, or pop-ups or just um, making it more like informative. I want to start doing like more videos on how to use my products, but not just like making yourself feel good on the outside, but also on the inside. So like, and I tell people when I'm there, I'm like, so when you spray this spray, take dip inhales, exhales, blah, 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 blah. You know, I try to like on the candle, the calm the F down candle, Mm -hmm. I have like the box breathing technique. So I don't want people just to like burn the candle. I want them to like feel good inside out. And here's a little bit way that you can do it. Um, so I guess maybe going more just like wellness all around. Um, another goal that I have is when I get my space, um, having more, like room to grow some of my products. So for example, I grow a lot of the herbs that I use. So my face mist, I grow the herbs and I have a distiller. So there's like no additives, all of that. So I think maybe that's what it is to probably have just more space to literally grow. 
Right. And then possibly even make it to where I could um, create stuff new for other people um, who want to create and mix their own things. We'll be back after a short break. her own podcast called the self-creative podcast that discusses unlearning certain things that she was taught growing up. The goal is to push the conversation against things that might be considered traditional values, but don't really apply to everyone. This is symbolic of her entire business, which she has grown from having confidence in herself and the values that she holds. So it's called self-creative podcast with my friend Janelle Simmons. Um, and it's so funny. I was talking to someone um, earlier. And I was like, it's life, culture, all things, health, beauty, wealth. <laughs> Because <laughs> I do the tagline. So we're like two gem-loving gems because we're both Geminis. And um, this year, we're, again, that's another thing that we're looking to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're really going to start breaking it down. Like, we need to take this serious. This is what how we want it to grow. Because we have great conversations. But if no one's listening, it doesn't matter, you know? Right. Um, consistency is key, honestly, in, in everything. Like, you don't have to be the best. But if you're consistent, that's going to get you much further. Um, so yeah, that the podcast and we interview a lot of local women, um, like yourself, because <laughs> I want you on there. Um, you know, just talking about their business, how they decided to grow, pivot, whatever. Um, sometimes like lately we've talked about like mental health, you know, wealth, um, lifestyle, fitness, all of that. Um, it's the holidays right now. So kind of not having to feel like you have to be with someone during the holidays and why. Don't look at the marketing. Stop watching those Lifetime movies. It's right. okay to be single. Don't <laughs> hold on to it just to, you know, put up a facade for your family. Like, take care of yourself. I think we're coming more into that this year. Um, you know, I'm no longer scared to talk about, I love tarot cards. I love crystals. You know, I, during the last new full moon, I put all my crystals out on the deck. My dad's like, what are you doing? I'm like charging my crystals mm-hmm. <laughs> you know there I remember there was like a time I'd be so scared to do that just for the judgment because I'm right. like I don't need to hear it but now I'm just like this is me mm-hmm. and you're gonna take it and you know he just went on about his life yeah <laughs> um yeah. so we've been calling ourselves like woo-woo women um I'm exploring like other things we we say unlearning growing up there's certain things that you learn that you shouldn't do especially in the black community because of the way things were portrayed you know for example you know like marijuana and stuff not saying that I'm smoking but you know what? I think I might try some CBD drops because my body's feeling this and feeling that. And I've heard great things and I need to stop the stigma of, oh, I'm black, blah, 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 this and that. So, you know, exploring things like that. So I'm using a product right now that I really love. And so, for example, as they started following us on the podcast, I told Janelle, I was like, okay, they're following us now. So we got to make sure we keep on tagging them. And then when the time's right, we're going to slide in and be like, hey, can we interview you? Because we want to go towards like the bigger crowds because then they bring in their audience. So, and then also stuff like this, you know, cross podcasting. I don't know if that's the correct word, but you know, going on. Yeah, sure. (laughs) So that's where we are. Shanika doesn't hold back from discussing how her mental health journey has impacted her along the way. I really appreciated her vulnerability because this is a struggle that holds so many back from venturing out on their own. 
After years of dealing with these issues, Shanika gained the confidence to take control of her own story, and she never looked back. Had to just come from within, you know, um, eventually. And I still have to work on it. I'm like, I just really can't care about what people think about me. And I always say the only two people's opinions I care about are my sons. And even at a certain extent, that has like a limit. Right. Because they're not always going to be happy with mommy, you know? So I <laughs> right. have to really be okay with myself and my goals. Um, so that's kind of just where I've been. And then also um, get a little bit deep. So I struggle with depression, um, something that I've had when I look back my whole life. And I was like very like just sad, uh, suicidal, just did not want to live at all. You know, been hospitalized like the whole nine. Mm -hmm. And um, like I said, during my yoga training, I just really learned about how life is beautiful and we need to really get prepared for death, but not in a scary way. It's like, you've got this one life. You already know, like death is the only thing we cannot cheat. Right. So I want to, when it's my last breath and I'm on my deathbed looking out at my sons who I love, I want to be able to say, I'm good and then go. So that's kind of where I am right now. Like just doing what I want to do because I just don't know when my life is going to be taken from me. I know that sounds morbid, but (laughs) you know, I've just spent so much of my life not doing what I wanted to do because I cared about others or I was scared or this person was already doing it. And because, you know, you get sucked into, well, this person has this many followers. So obviously, and you know, you see your friends who are following this person, like they're not going to care what I think. And then I will say it has helped some outside voices. Um, the beautiful part of social media. And I have curated my feed to follow people that I enjoy and have great conversations with. So when I meet the, and then I also follow a lot of local people because I want to actually be able to meet them. So when someone's like, you're doing awesome stuff, you know, I had someone reach out to me. They're like, no, Shanika, you are always working on yourself and it's very admirable. And I was just like, oh, wow, that's great. So I will admit things like that. It is great to hear from the outside, you know, person you've met or may not have met being like, You've encouraged me. You helped me. So I think that that helps too. Just being okay with myself and just putting it out there and whatever happens, happens. Thank you for for sharing all of that and, um, (laughs) you know, just being open with it. Because I think we all try to live up to some sort of standard that's Mm -hmm. not real and doesn't exist. And is it appropriate or inappropriate? It's um, rough. It is. And I think you do, especially like I have mental health um, history same depression suicide hospitals like all the things and mm-hmm. you just really get to a point in your life where you're like i mean fuck it <laughs> pretty much yeah um yeah. i i mean i know it sounds more but like i said i take it to my deathbed i'm just like do i want to look back and say damn why did i not do that right because you know family members whatever, as much as you love them, they're all going to go. So are you going to try to be this certain way to please them when they're not, you know, may not be considering you? And I don't say this like in a bad way, you know, it's just like the way they were raised and they just pass it on, pass it on. Right. And, you know, now as a parent, I can understand why certain parents or my parents were a certain way. Mm -hmm. And then I can choose whether I want to be that way or not that way. You know, just got to tweak it a little bit as the generation passes. So... It's heavy. And I think that, you know, especially I'm would say I'm pretty new to the entrepreneurial community Mm -hmm. ecosystem here in town. I very much was like 
trying to be creative over here, but have the real job. Like, mm-hmm. how can I have that real job and career and um, finally? What's a real job? Right, I know. Going to sit in an office, which is horrible. Yeah, I mean, and then if that's what you want to do, I mean, I remember when I used to be a server and bartender. This one girl was like, "I have a real job." I'm like, "I don't get tipped with fake money, honey." Right. <laughs> this money pays the same bills that you're paying with your quote unquote real job. Right. I don't. I never really understood what a real job meant. You know, sometimes I still have. You know, sometimes my parents would be like, oh, um, you're going to go, like, you working today? Because, you know, I have another job that's seasonal. They're like, you working mm-hmm. today? I'm like, I work every day. And they're like, no, I call that what you're going to go do is making money. I'm like, what do you think you do at a job? <laughs> you know, I'm like, this is not a hustle. I pay taxes. Right. <laughs> you right. know, um, I made more from my other, you know, my business than I did from my other job. And I'm like, I can't even explain how much I've grown. IRS is coming for me, but that's okay. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, again, that's something I just have to block out. Like, you know what? They don't understand, and that's okay. I love them anyways. Yeah. And that's where you just have to really be okay with yourself. Because if I let that seep in, oh, maybe this isn't a real job. And, oh, I didn't make as much sales this week. And maybe I should just quit because, you know, it's not a real job. And let me go apply for this, you know, office job, eight to five benefits, and I'm good to go. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Shanika credits her inner Gemini for her passionate personality. Between her podcast and her work at the Soda City Market, Shanika is extremely vocal and willing to share her ideas with the goal of creating a more open environment. <laughs> I think you were saying some, you were saying some earlier about like Soda City and how it's growing. When there's like a new vendor out there, I'm like, this is what you should do, and this is how you should do it. And blah, 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 blah. I'm like always giving business advice. I yes. love it. You know, I'm all like, if you have something and I like it, and maybe it might be the Gemini in me, because when I'm passionate about something, I'm passionate about it. I'm like, this is what you got to do and come out every Saturday and da 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 da, and consistency and do it this way and change your display this way. And people like this and people like that because it one looks good for the market to have the continuous, like, same businesses coming. And then also, like, if your business is growing and your whatever your intentions are with it, a little extra money or whatever, like, that's good for you. You know, it's right. not taken away from me. No. <laughs> you know, it's a community. I'm always like suggesting like, oh, do you have this? No, but this person has it or whatever. I'm always interested to ask people who are in the beginning stages of their business ventures what their vision would look like if they had all of the funding in the world. Shanika's answer was consistent with the value she discussed throughout the interview. Oof, Lord. See, I don't know if I'd love a brick and mortar, but I actually really love the vibe of them. <laughs> um, just kind of like just bringing a bunch of creatives together because, um, you know, sometimes it's hard for us to find a space. Sometimes like we, you know, um, outgrow wherever we're making or whatever. Um, but I also think I want to have like a little piece of like the internet real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have my own blog. Um, <laughs> and I really want to take it more to the wellness. So I feel like if I just had the time to do that, maybe bring in like guest writers or whatever, do um, have that because there isn't, or, and I could be wrong because I don't know all of them out there, but I want there to be that black wellness focused site mm-hmm. um, of women kind of like me that might 
like things out there that are a little bit more outlandish mm-hmm. that people have called quote unquote white people shit. Um, That's so interesting. <laughs> no, trust me. <laughs> yeah, I was, so the other, I was at an um, event the other day and a lady said to me, a black lady, she's like, you're a witch. And I was like, yeah, I kind of am. She's like, you're a black witch. And she's like, that's so cool. You know, you're a black witch. And I was like, I am a witch, you know, <laughs> but you know, something like that before, you know, I love the craft, but everyone thinks that's what it's supposed to be when you talk about it and it's not at all. But, um, I think just kind of just wellness and maybe just, um, having the time to give more tutorials and just show things and just share what I know and bringing in experts when I don't know, um, and just different aspects. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where I want to go. Yeah. Just yeah. make it have people feel good, you know? And that's what mm-hmm. makes me happy. Like when I have people who are come back, they're like, I did this, I did that. I read your instructions and I feel better. I'm sleeping better. So that is like, okay, how can I grow that? Because I don't, I don't know. I don't always want to like sell a product. I just want to also show like, this is how you can like have like different in your life. It doesn't take much time, but wake up in the morning do the spray and just inhale fully and exhale fully for a minute and it will make such a difference in your life. That's another tangent I can go off. We do not breathe properly in this society mm-hmm. <laughs> and the things that we hold on to. So that's, I, I kind of want to just sell having people feel good whether or not you're getting my product or not. Shanika's love for her children inspires her to continue to venture And it has been really special hearing how she has learned to embrace her creativity and push forward with her dreams. I'd say myself and then my sons. I Mm -hmm. mean, um, it was my son. He's 12 now who like gave me a purpose in life. Um, I absolutely love being a mom Mm -hmm. more than I loved being a wife. (laughs) Yep. Feel ya. I'm... (laughs) I'm a nurturer. I And then I think that is actually an extension of my business. Always like, let me make you a concoction. Let me do this for you. Let me try this out for you. Um, it's my sons, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I And just even the way I talk to them, it's like, you going to Soda City? I'm like, yeah. And I say, oh, yeah, I'm working. And, you know, like I let them know and I'm teaching a yoga class. That's work. So also trying to change that narrative of them not always thinking it's like the office nine to five. Right. Um, But yeah, I think I would just say myself, just from the way I've been talked to, treated, I just realized that I'm all I got, (laughs) you know, Um, even with my sons as they get older, they're going to have their own life and their own family and their own ventures. And I'm, it's just going to be me and maybe a dog. (laughs) <laughs> you know, and if I decide to like have a partner, marry um, someone again, maybe them, but still, I just have to be comfortable with myself and who I am. Like, I have to have that moment where I'm just like sitting on the couch. Like, it's always like I have a vision, like sitting on the couch, it's raining outside, and I just, and I'm good. to Shanika for sharing her story here on Venturing Voices. Remember that you too are a badass and capable of getting shit done in your community. If you are interested in learning more about our community, Femex Columbia, you can check out our website or follow us on social media. Thank you to our sponsors for helping make this podcast possible. And make sure to subscribe and tune into future episodes with more badass women from South Carolina. Once again, I'm Nell and thank you for listening to Venturing Voices.